Hello, and welcome to MSPHD, More School Pursuing Higher Degrees. It's a podcast where we talk to current or former graduate students and learn from each other's experiences. I'm your host, Sarah Roscoe, and I just finished my third year as a PhD student in computer science. In episode four, I have a conversation with Dr. Fung Ha. She recently graduated with a PhD in computer science from the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. We worked in the same department for a few years. She's a really great friend, and I'm excited for you to listen to her story. She talks about how she navigated problem solving in two different fields, computer engineering and computer science. She talks about how she approached grad school as an international student, and also about how her faith impacts her life and work process in grad school. Something I want to mention before we get into the conversation is uh, just to clarify for the non-computer scientists in the room. Fung mentions the OSI stack and the TCP model. Those are parts of how the internet works. So her field is in networking. And there's a whole process between typing the URL in your browser and actually getting the web page to load. And the OSI stack is a kind of summary of that process. So there's seven different steps of how that happens. And TCP is in one of those steps, the, the fourth step, I think. Yeah, so I just wanted to clarify that. And without further ado, here's my conversation with Dr. Fung Ha. There we go. Hi. Hi, Sarah. How are you doing? Pretty good. Um, so, Fung, would you tell me a little bit about yourself? Uh, you just graduated. Congratulations. Thank uh, you. What was your area or like your field of research? Sure, so um, I just got my PhD degree in computer science uh, and uh, I'm so excited. And uh, I'm also uh, still doing research on my uh, computer networks fields. And uh, another interest uh, of mine is uh, the IoT, Internet of Things. And uh, I think that's all about myself. <laughs> awesome. Uh, what's something that you re- really like about computer science? What drew you to it? Uh, let's see. Actually, I got uh, my bachelor degree in computer engineering. And uh, that time I was fascinated when I learned about networks and uh, I was thinking uh, I been I was using the internet without knowing what it is and when I know about uh, how internet works you know uh, different layers in the uh, OSI model and I was like this is amazing I want to dig deep into that field and uh the very first time that I did uh, my uh, undergraduate thesis, I did it in the physical layer. I was like, wow, there's so much stuff in here. I want to dig deep in that. And it turned out to be, I guess, uh, an opportunity that uh, opened for me uh, to, how to say, change a little bit of my direction uh, towards um, the research 
so when I did my master degree, it's a little bit shifting to uh, computer science plus engineering. And uh, that time I learned about the uh, TCP model. And from that on, I was intrigued uh, to uh, learn more about that. And uh, so at that time, I, still, uh, I, I guess it's, I was still a little bit, you know, a baby in the research, not really knowing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just feel like so excited to learn about it. And then later I was like, okay, I want to do my uh, PhD so that I can learn more. Also because uh, at that time I love uh, teaching. So PhD is some of the goal that I uh, set for myself to achieve. And uh, so because it's switching between computer engineering to computer science plus engineering, that part for me, it is more like uh, I have to understand and explain why something is not working and then design something uh, from that, you know, design a solution and algorithm to improve that part. And for that, I was like, okay, it is really interesting. And uh, when I got into uh, the uh, PhD program, I was confused because the department name is computer science and engineering. So I was, uh, I think I was thinking that uh, it is the combination of both. And uh, I didn't actually look into uh, my offer that time. I just assumed that I got into <laughs> computer science plus engineering. And then when I emailed my advisor, about the uh, courses that I should take for the first semester. He say, um, tell me which um, major uh, did you get the offer? And then I was like, oh, let me take a look at the offer. <laughs> so at that time I was like, okay, something must be, something must be uh, wrong about the information in my inside my brain. So I check and then I say, oh, it is computer science, not the, you know, combination. And then I was like, okay, I really have to uh, look into the causes that, it, that are required uh, for the uh, computer science um, PhD student. And at that time, I was a little bit um, stressed. Uh, when I found out that, okay, first semester, my advisor suggested me to take three courses, uh, really demanding, challenging. Mm -hmm. uh, advanced algorithm, mm, the second one, I believe is Automata, and the next one is the uh, uh, advanced uh, operating systems, and it was like, OMG. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, uh, I was quite uh, confident about uh, the operating system because at least I have some uh, background on that. So I was confident until I realized that the programming assignment due every week. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think so. And I think uh, even so after that, I feel like uh, I think after I realized that uh, the most challenging, but also 
uh, I would say that it's an opportunity for me to learn more about uh, the core of uh, computer science because the algorithm is the must for computer science uh, easy student. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. So is so you went into it kind of expecting it to be like a combination of the two, but it ended up just being computer science. Um, so can you kind of like for those unaware of the difference between like computer science versus computer engineering, can you talk just really quickly about like what the difference is? For me, what I found out the differences between them is uh, computer engineer, they ask and answers about the design. And uh, for example, they ask how something is working and then they try to improve over that. It's more about the design something. Uh, uh, they answer the how question. For uh, computer science, I believe it's more like about answering why something is working, why something is not working. And then based on that, uh, it is, uh, it's more like just an expansion. And then we can also develop some solution that is not a complete com uh, complete solution over that. Engineering is more like you need to make it work and work really good. But for science, it's more like answering why it's not working. So for me, um, Computer science answers more about a why question and engineering answers more about how question. Great, thank you. Yeah. Uh, what's it feel like to be graduated? <laughs> uh, it's uh, at first, let's see, back to the very first time that I passed my defense, I was like, yay, it's done. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a doctor now. And I got lots of, you know, congratulations and uh, notes from my friends. And I was like, I'm officially a doctor. And uh, I have a mixed feeling because there's still some paperwork and some mm, papers I need to uh, submit. There's still a little bit of work that I need to get done. But uh, the uh, feeling that uh, I got until I, you know, I got hooded by my advisor, it was like, okay, this is the feeling. <laughs> you just feel like you're on top of something, like a big achievement. And then that moment, it's just like, I feel like the time has stopped at that time. I just couldn't see anyone else, even though I know, you know, it's the stage, everyone is around, mm -hmm. um, many people, but I always see that it is myself on top of the mountain that I uh, set a goal for so long. And then I reached the top and I was like, okay, what's next? <laughs> <laughs> you know, when, when you reach the top of some uh, of your achieve achievements and then you feel like, uh, you want to do something else, something uh, interesting. So I was like, okay, let's get something done. And my advisor, he say, take some time to rest and I believe we can do more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I believe so. So uh, I took his advice and then tried to uh, 
rest myself. Uh, mm -hmm. I think for several days already. And then even though I'm still thinking uh, which paper I should read after this. <laughs> you know, it's just a feeling. Yeah, it's amazing. I hope, uh, you know, once, uh, once uh, you reach that uh, top, you feel the same, maybe even more amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. That day is like so far in the future for me right now, even though it's probably only like a year and a half, two years, maybe more away. I'm just like, I can't picture it because I'm in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, so even uh, just six months ago, I didn't think that I can reach that. Six months ago, I was like, okay, let's just make it done, uh, focused on uh, my paper, writing my thesis, just like trying to get it done. I didn't think that I could make it. <laughs> and then when I was on that stage thinking about, you know, five years, I was like, it's done. It's done, officially done. I got my degree. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. What's your experience been as an international student? Oh, that'd be a really interesting question for me. You know that, uh, so I'm from Vietnam and uh, I, when I, the, the first time I got here, uh, lucky for me that um, I have some friends that uh, can host me for several days before I can uh, find a place to live. Uh, and um, it's hard to say, like, I also experienced some cultural shock. I mean, I didn't expect that to be different I mean, I've heard of it. It's just like you have to experience it to actually <laughs> get it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, um, so this is just like, uh, so in my country, uh, we, uh, we're just saying hi. We don't ask how you're doing. And then after saying hi, you just, uh, maybe if you are closer, you know, close friends and, uh, you know, your college, then you just say, uh, you ask more, like, how are you doing? Uh, what are you up to? Something about uh, a little bit more personal. But here, the very first thing that I learned is that people say, how, how are you doing? How, how, how do you do? And uh, what's your day? How's your day been? It's similar to say hi. So mm -hmm. actually, you, you don't, and you shouldn't expect them to say, uh, well, uh, I'm good, or you should not expect them to uh, have a really long uh, conversation or answer for that. I was like, okay, I got that. <laughs> I mean, I mean uh, so, um, and that was one of my uh, experience, and it was like, okay, uh, you only explain or at least uh, extend that answer when you feel like, oh, uh, they actually asked you about that. It's more like when you know you have, uh, you develop a more uh, closer friendship with someone, then uh, when they ask about how you're doing, they actually mean it. Otherwise, if it's just like, you know, a stranger, they just uh, try to be friendly, more like uh, make you feel really welcome. So they're just saying, how are you doing? 
and they walked away with a smile. <laughs> I got that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, why stranger ask you uh, ask about your day, right? They just say hi. I got that. And uh, I think another thing that I've done is um, with the first semester, like I uh, shared with you earlier, it was really challenging for me. Uh, when I took three courses like that, I just buried myself in my room, mm. literally just in my room. And uh, I was like, oh, God, I'm not sure if I could make it. Just, uh, just I feel really exhausted. And uh, even though I tried to, um, uh, I tried to talk with my uh, lab mate about that, but you know, he's also an international student. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, at that time, he was around his um, fourth and uh, I think end of his fourth and uh, early his fifth year of PhD students. So he was really busy. He couldn't uh, have uh, too much time to share or talk with me. Uh, still, he also kind of uh, tried to spend some time asking it's just like that and it was like okay I feel kind of lonely mm. yeah but I feel very grateful that uh, so Jared uh, you know uh, we both know about Jared he was uh, a student uh, in the lab next to mine and uh, he I think he joined uh, uh, CGF uh, even before me and uh, I am really grateful that he's really extroverted. He talked about CJF Christianity uh, all the time. And uh, for a really nice day, I went to my lab and uh, I was doing something. I heard someone outside talking about Christianity and being a Christian. I was like, okay, I got someone similar to me. <laughs> so I got out and uh, uh, and then I asked him and then he say, oh, do you know about CGF? And so he introduced me a little bit about CGF and uh, he said- CGF you is Christian Graduate Fellowship for those right. unaware. Yeah. <laughs> it's a graduate student Bible study. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the thing is, I did know about that. Um, uh, I didn't attend the um, grad study fair uh, that happened every semester. I was like, okay, I don't know what is there. And uh, also because that time I, uh, I was living kind of far away uh, from uh, uh, the city campus and uh, I was living with some friends uh, they hosted me so uh, and they also busy working during the day so they couldn't take me uh, to the school at the same time I don't know how to drive and don't know how to take bus it's just uh, you know staying at home <laughs> trying to see what happened unwrapping uh, the environment adapt to that and it's just like that. And I I was like, it is amazing. I'm so, again, grateful for that because Janet uh, introduced me to CGF. 
And uh, he asked me if I want to be on the CGF list. And I was like, um, I was thinking for some seconds and he said, uh, you don't have to uh, say yes. Uh, maybe uh, you can think uh, you can think about it later. And then he tried to, uh, to explain to me uh, what CGF is and uh, what CGF uh, people are doing. And, and uh, for one moment, I was like, yes, I want to be on the list. And so he added me. And from that time, I was like, I was like, okay, let's try uh, with the first meeting. And then I've been in CGF until now. <laughs> I don't think that I want to leave uh, CGF ever. <laughs> no. It's a blessing for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's so crazy how you found out about it by <laughs> overhearing someone talking in the hallway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess uh, for me, mm, it's more like a God's plan for me because um, I believe that uh, if Jared didn't talk about Christianity at that time, or if he's not an extrovert talking about Christianity at all, I believe that I could not have uh, found CGF because I'm more like very introverted. And then I, <laughs> I was like, I uh, just focus on uh, the program worry about my um, uh, performance at school and that's all. And, you know, uh, at that time, especially for an international student, at least for me, this is just my experience that uh, I bury myself in my room uh, with all of the uh, anxiety. At the same time, was thinking why I feel so lonely. And it's just like, uh, you know, I want to have some friend at the same time. No, I need to study. Uh, I need to keep my performance at school at, at least, uh, you know, get A, get B, uh, something like that. And then I just feel like I'm closing myself, put myself in a shell. And luckily that God somehow <laughs> put Jared there <laughs> so that I uh, opened my show and then uh, get into some uh, of the uh, amazing committee. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> it just takes like that one person. Yeah. Yeah. That one yeah, person exactly. to be like, to be like, yes, hi, I will be your friend. Yeah. <laughs> Let yeah. me show you to all the events that I go to. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it is amazing. So that's why I was like, okay, I'm trying to uh, be active in CGF, really uh, to help a little bit because uh, as long as if I experience something like that, there'll be some students feeling the same. Hmm. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, maybe I can help a little bit. Who knows that I could... Uh, ask someone to join and then they also feel amazing about that <laughs> just paying it forward I guess just go talk loudly in the hallway <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if I was that <laughs> it's more like I would just develop a friendship first and then yeah. I'll tell them about my experience it's my approach to uh, you know uh, pulling them uh closer to me and then putting them in a really good community that I found uh, 
all of the support I get. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What have you loved about being in graduate school? <laughs> uh, uh, I'm not sure about you. Uh, let's see. Being in graduate school, um, hmm, I learned a lot more about uh, the knowledge that uh, I want to know. You know, um, how to say? Um, so I told you, I shared with you earlier about uh, my uh, interest, my research interest about the network, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, when I when I study the uh, networking fields with my advisor, I feel like I didn't know about it at all. Like I used to feel confident because I know something and then turn into a point that I didn't know about it. And I got into, uh, uh, I, I would say that a little bit um, frustrated after I learned that, okay, I don't know about it. I didn't know anything about it at all. So I have to you know, try to fix that problem inside, inside my head. Uh, do you ever have the uh, imposter syndrome? Oh, yes. I had it like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we kind of have it uh, just uh, on and off sometime. So I was really frustrated because I was like, my advisor knows everything. I didn't know anything. I don't even know about the stuff that I used to do. And then, uh, I mean, I know how to do it. But then when my advisor asked me a deeper question, I couldn't answer that. And then I just feel so bad about myself. And then, you know, later, <laughs> I guess this is um, imposter syndrome that uh, I found out <laughs> through my lab mate. It's just a conversation we talk about. He asked me about something and then I was like, oh, you actually don't know it. <laughs> and then that was the time that I was like, oh, actually, uh, my assumption about other PhD students that they are talented, they are much smarter than me, is actually not right. I mean, we all have that imposter syndrome. We all experience the same thing uh, and uh, we are on our learning process. There'll be time that, you know, we don't know anything and then we learn over that. And uh, so when I heard my uh, lab mate ask me some questions and learned that he uh, didn't know about that, I was like, yeah, I didn't know about his field. He didn't know about my field in particular. Why would I assume that everyone is smarter than me? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, I was like, huh. this is something uh, I feel really interesting and uh, I guess um, when you are a graduate student you found this problem happen really uh, frequently it happened uh, like every time you hit a problem and then you couldn't uh, find a solution for that you just feel like why are the people they can solve it and I couldn't 
<laughs> it's just a, a process that you learn and then you don't know uh, about that stuff and you find other people uh, they can work on that and you couldn't and later you know that they also struggle the same thing mm-hmm. it's just that uh, they have a different learning process than you so at, at the same time after that I was like this is interesting and another thing that I find is that uh, being a graduate student gave me a chance to uh, be more open. So what I mean uh, about that is uh, one is being more open in the research field. Another thing is being more open um, with, um, <clears throat> sorry, uh, being more open with, uh, you know, uh, suggestion and uh, comment or even negative feedback uh, from any of your uh, lab mates, uh, advisor, uh, or uh, you know reviewers. Of course, uh, my lab mates and advisors and all of my C- uh, CSE friends, they are really nice, but I'm talking about the general stuff that some students might experience. So about the research uh, field, uh, I learned that I should not ever uh, set uh, my brain to just uh, focus on one field, even though uh, I really like that field. There are also other um, fields that I need to um, do research on. It's not just uh, because um, uh, for me, it's more like, do not narrow your research fields ever because if you narrow like that, you do, it is really hard for you to actually find an interesting problem that uh, you can work on and narrowing something like that also narrow your knowledge in some sort of sense. And uh, for, uh, for example, uh, when I was in my undergraduate, I just, and uh, uh, moving forward to my master's degree, I just wanted to uh, study about the physical layer. I was like, I just want to do it. And uh, God's plan is different for me. He said, you need to open your mind. So he put me in the uh, uncomfortable zone. Uh, I need to switch uh, the uh, interest because, you know, the comfortable zone, I already know some stuff about the physical layer. Uh, so he asked me to <laughs> push me to switch to uh, the uh, layer four, the TCB um, uh, protocol. And from that on, I didn't learn the lesson at all. I was just trying to do the same thing, uh, asking um, uh my advisor, if I could do on, uh, if I could do something like that, uh, and didn't notice that uh, what I was doing uh, with the first project and first paper is not related to TCP at all. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know that that he uh, really patient, uh, working, uh, working, working with me through. Uh, uh, through the project slowly. And um, I learned that, oh, this is not really TCB at all. And I was like, okay, uh, I'm trying to learn. 
and uh, you know the learning point at that time is really slow and it's just getting down it is my feeling that i didn't learn anything at all until one point i think um, that day uh let's see that day i sent an email to my advisor uh, saying that uh, uh, I found something strange happening when I run the experiment. And I didn't expect that, uh, you know, it turned out to be a good thing. He received, uh, he received an email, he replied me, congratulations, you found a problem. Oh <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> it's been like, it's been like months that I, I don't actually understand what he wants me to do. He gave me the uh, research papers. He asked me uh, to read it. He explained it to me. He also uh, kind of like uh, say, okay, you may run some experiment, experiments and uh, uh, and see what happened. I didn't know why, okay, run experiments. Okay, I run. I didn't see anything until I found something. I mean, for me, I'm not sure if it is a problem or if it's just some something wrong in my setup. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, let's just ask him. And the moment I received his email saying, congratulations, I, prob- I found a problem. I was like, yay. <laughs> yeah, there's like so much hand-holding that goes into the first like year or so of the program. Because like, I remember my advisor yeah. would like give me, He's like, go read papers about this. I'm like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing. So I would like write pretty much anything and hand it to him. And he'd be like, okay, like this is a good start. Like mm-hmm. keep yeah. doing this and you'll get to uh, like a better place. And so now right. I like ha- came up with this project on my own and I worked on it throughout the whole semester and I have like nice. a good looking paper and I sent it to him. He's like, wow. yes, you've improved. Like, Yay. Yes, <laughs> I am succeeding at grad school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the thing is, uh, I think it is really um, familiar uh, for us to see that problem every time when we are in graduate uh, program, we Kind of like because it's not just one project that we need to work on. After you finish uh, the first project, you need to find another project, and find it's just like finding problem to solve continually until you finish your PhD program, like me now. <laughs> until your advisor says like, okay, that's enough. You're done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, um, so this reminds me uh, about the time that uh, I used to uh, put uh, my peer prayer request. I think you were uh, in that peer prayer request when I asked you <laughs> to pray for me to find the problems most of the time. Oh, yeah. 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 It was, I think that time it was going for a year or so until I actually show that, <laughs> show to my advisor that it is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> The first, um, the, the first uh, impression about that project is that uh, he was thinking, oh, okay, so it's a performance problem. Maybe it's just a um, short paper. We can uh, say that uh, this is the problem we find and we develop some uh, algorithm to fix that. 
Uh, so that paper, uh, a six-page uh, paper, was uh, more like an engineer um, question when we say, okay, we see that uh, something happened and we want to improve it. And I was like, I'm trying to, I mean, I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to tell my advisor that I'm not sure if it is a short paper because when I run the experiment, I could not tell what happened. Uh, I could not understand why it is reducing the speed to this point. I didn't expect that at all. And then he say, uh, you're already you're, uh, in your advanced you know, senior year. Uh, you should be able to work on your own. And then I, I was like, okay, yeah, he is right. <laughs> <laughs> he is right. And then I was um, trying to show him that it's not a short paper at all. I couldn't do it for a short paper because uh, trying to define a problem First, actually, I, I should say that trying to find the exact uh, problem, the cause, the root cause of uh, the problem is really hard because uh, it is a really complicated uh, algorithm. And I didn't know about it at all, even though it is also about a TCP, which I uh, am quite familiar with uh, when I uh, did my master's thesis. But this is a completely new TCB. Uh, uh, so I was like, okay. And uh, thankfully, my advisor is really patient. And then he said, maybe you should look into the uh, uh, code and then uh, analyze from uh, that uh, perspective. Because reading the paper, analyze from it, is not really helpful for me. The approach doesn't work for me. I think at some point I realized that uh, reading the paper, analyzing it doesn't work for me with that specific project. It may work for some other easier project, but that project is really complicated. And uh, it turned out that he is right again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, your advisor is... Uh, much more experience in that uh, doing uh, research. So, and then uh, I found the problem and I show it to him and he said, you found the problem. You should uh, start writing your paper now. And I was like, yes, let me try. <laughs> it is, um, so the uh, first intention was a short paper with uh, six, uh, six pages and it turned out to be a nine pages. Uh, and uh, I was like, I'm not really sure if I can do it. Like, you know, all of the information I have, yes. But to write a research paper uh, that is really organized and easy to follow mm -hmm. is a different story. And uh, I believe that uh, when I found that problem, I feel so relieved because I've been trying to tell my advisor that uh, it's not that easy, that that problem is not easy at all. Even trying to improve that, uh, we need to 
we need to find the root cause of that and then explain what happened and develop a model to uh, to improve that. And that that time, I see the difference really clearly between computer science and computer engineering. Mm -hmm. When when I really have to run into uh, that question, asking the question why, and answering it trying to prove it with the math model, then I see really, then I really see the difference. And, uh, and uh, with uh, my advisor help, I completed the paper and that paper was accepted uh, on my defense day. Yay. Yes. I yeah. remember when he announced that. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's a conclusion for my, I, I think it's around uh, two years. Hmm. Uh, it's a two year project actually, if I try to count uh, the very moment that I, uh, I read the paper and try to see what happened in there. And it's a two year project. And you did it. Yes, I did it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So how do you deal with frustration when that comes up in your research? Uh, I think, okay, I think for me, I would say there are two things that uh, I am relying on. Uh, the first one is support from my uh, family, friends and advisor let me the second one is for me so the first one i would say that my advisor is really patient and i find it really helpful especially when you are an international student and uh even though for me uh, i've been living here for some years there's some um, differences that uh, you still couldn't get it i mean you know, it's, it's because of the culture uh, that is so different that sometimes you don't actually know why they do it. Uh, and uh, I mean, it's just a sign uh, effect of that. And uh, another thing is um, the push from my advisor is enough for me to uh, focus on my program. It's not too much that I feel uh, uh, like, you know, too depressed about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, support from uh, emotion, support from friends are a must, I believe. And uh, the second thing for myself is that I try to pray. Every time I feel so anxious or frustrated about something, I would just say, okay. I'm not in a good shape at all. I just pray. And then that time helped me to calm down and think about the uh, goal rather than uh, the uh, frustrating thing that I'm experiencing now, you know, because uh, I believe the very first thing uh, I feel after I pray is that it's a relief. Uh, feeling it just feel like okay the problem can be solved 
can be solved. It takes time and uh, no one is pushing me to the edge. It is myself that just, you know, pushing me to the edge and <laughs> push me uh, to, uh, you know, just to jump out of that edge. No one is pushing me to that at all. And uh, after I pray, I was like, okay, it is uh, much better for me. And another thing is I, even though I am a night owl, I don't try to stay up too late. <laughs> 3 a.m. in the morning is the max time that I could stay up. And uh, I also try to make sure that I have enough sleep because mm -hmm. uh, if what I learn is if I don't have enough sleep, the um, depression uh, can become worse, much worse than, uh, than it used to be. So it's better just to make sure that I have enough sleep. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. Wait, let me try to think if I have other stuff. Ah, I got it. When I feel, um, when I'm stuck with my code, I would just stop coding. I go out and cook. Cooking is some of my, <laughs> some of my, I don't know uh, uh, how about you, but the cooking is some of uh, the thing, the very first thing that uh, I do whenever I'm stuck. You also the same? <laughs> yeah, I will, I'll go and I'll bake something. Oh, okay. And I'll be like thinking about like, okay, how can I, how can I solve this problem? Or not even... Like sometimes when I bake, it's just like, it's an opportunity for me to not be thinking about like school and research and right. I'm like just putting everything and I'm just making these cookies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly the same uh, thing happened to me. Whenever I cook, I was like, just cooking, really yep, just that's cooking. All we're doing. Yeah, yeah. It's... Uh, and then at some point, I didn't even remember why I cooked that many dishes at all. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I got enough. And I got enough dishes for me to uh, uh, to eat for several days. I was like, yep. that's good. Yeah. What I then do is I go and I just give it away to everyone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, besides cooking, I think later in the years, I uh, have some uh, sort of habit, not really, no, some sort of uh, hobby and later become a habit of me by drawing something that I feel uh, prompted to draw and uh, or do some draft project and it turned out to be really good. I used to, uh, and one of the things that I I, uh, I used to do is, uh, you know, um, crusade. Yeah. It is really amazing how it makes you concentrate doing that, not even thinking about all this stuff at all. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know that. It, 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 it is so helpful. I was like, okay, we're doing this. And it, it's been hours that I didn't even think about uh, the code. And then I was like, Oh, let's get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, um, sometimes it works for me in a way that uh, you know I find that uh, there's some 
variables that uh, I didn't initialize uh, at the first time, uh, found some bug and fixed them. And I found like, yeah, it is really helpful to stay away from uh, whatever you're doing with your research when you stuck and then uh, get back to it when you feel more refreshed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if you were to rate your graduate school experience on a five-star scale, what would you rate it and why? Uh, because we don't have uh, six, then we <laughs> then we'll just say yeah, uh, five out of five. My experience with grad school is really good, like super, super great for me. Uh, the combination that I found at UNL and especially uh, with my advisor, my lab mate and friends on CSE and then in CGF, it's an amazing combination. I couldn't, I don't think that I could find it anywhere. If I ever uh, can get, uh, you know, travel back time and then choose it again, I would do the same thing. Hmm. Yeah, it is really good. Uh, so I already mentioned about uh, my advisor, lab mate, and other people. I think we, as a graduate student, it is really important to find an advisor that you can work with, get along with really well. Because if your working style uh, is so different with your advisor's working style, then either you have to adapt to him or you need to find another advisor mm -hmm. that really fits your uh, working style. Uh, that's what I learned. I mean, lucky for me, like I'm really blessed to find an advisor that I don't need to adapt too much to it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, five power five is my uh, experience as a graduate student. What a great score. <laughs> yeah, 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 it is. I would say it's uh it, it is six out of five if I could put another Even better. <laughs> yeah. I need to keep track of like what people rate their grad school experiences. Right. And I would be like, okay, this is where you fall in the average. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 I believe so. It is a really amazing to me. Sometimes I just feel like, uh, because I do, um, I do know, and I'm aware of some other um, graduate students that they don't have good experience uh, in grad school. But for me, it's a blessing that uh, everything is really great for me. That doesn't mean that I don't go over uh, some up and down moment mm -hmm. or some on and off moments in my research or, you know, being frustrated about my performance at school or mm -hmm. my research. But uh, overall, it's a learning process that uh, I think I want to do it again if I want to <laughs> do another PhD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that that's such a good point. Like, you can have a good experience at the end and still, yeah. but 
not have it be at a high all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 It's like that. All right. Last question. Mm -hmm. What brings you joy? Huh. <laughs> uh, there are lots of things that can bring me joy. Um, so you know me for a while that I am abused really easy. <laughs> I can laugh out loud uh, just for a small thing happen. And it's just even uh, even if I see a bird kind of, you know, walking instead of flying, I was like, what is that bird doing? <laughs> and then I just laugh about it. Uh, so for me, um, I could say I try to find really small thing in life that I'm grateful for. And then uh, I feel uh, much better about it. And at the same time, I, if I have to pick any of the joys that uh, I feel really intense, it is the time that I found the problems in my research. Mm -hmm. And uh, another thing is, is the time that I feel so depressed. And then I got the support from uh, people around me, from my advisor, from friends. And uh, I believe that time, I feel inside me, it is really joyful because I know that I'm not alone here doing my PhD. Uh, I'm the one doing my PhD, but I got support from other people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's what I feel. So. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so yeah. much for being willing to talk to me and share your experience. Yeah. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, I, uh, I hope that uh, my sharing is helpful to some international students mm -hmm. uh, preparing for their grad school. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but thank you. Thanks again to Fung for coming on the podcast. Something I really related to was how her advisor walked her through the early process of her PhD. That's something that I went through as well. And it's important to remember that everyone starts off not knowing everything at some point. Like We're not know-it-alls the moment we step onto campus for our first semester. It's a learning process. And Fung reminded me of that. I also love the story of her project, which took two years to complete with all of its ups and downs that ended up being published right before she defended her dissertation. It's such a great accomplishment, and I was on the edge of my seat listening to her tell that story. So thanks again, Fung, and I hope that her interview was helpful, especially to any international students who are listening. This podcast was produced and edited by Sarah Roscoe with a guest appearance by Dr. Fum Ha. The music at the beginning of the podcast and right now is called Funkarama by Kevin McLean. You can find his work at incompetech.com. The music is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 license. You can share this podcast with your friends. It's now available pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. 
You can for sure find it on Apple, Google, Spotify, and Stitcher. If you want to contact the podcast, or if you think you have a cool grad school story to tell, send us an email at msphdpod at gmail.com. That's msphdpod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time for some additional conversation about more school pursuing higher degrees.